Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI, the podcast that connects marketing to your business's revenue and covers everything you need to know to stay up to date in this crazy digital marketing world. Welcome to Digital Marketing ROI. I'm Shannon Allen, your host. I'm here with Crystal Vivian, my co-host today. She is the Director of Social Media and Content Marketing for Federated Digital Solutions. Hi, Shannon. How are you? Hi. I'm excited because today we get to switch roles. Yes. <laughs> I get to ask the questions. I just said, this is the easy one. I'm ready. I get to, I get to be the journalist today, right? Yes, you do. And I get to be the one who answers all of the Gives questions. Gives all the, the good questions that all of our listeners have. So yeah. today is we're going to talk about developing a social media strategy just for some of our listeners, with all the solutions that FDS works with our clients, this is one of those divisions of our company that Crystal runs this division. This is all done in-house, and it is a, more of a service we provide than a than advertising, mm-hmm. but we're going to talk about that a little bit more because it all ties together. But I'm really excited for this topic because I think it's something that a lot of our clients struggle with of knowing how to do. And my gosh, Facebook, we all know is can be the biggest nightmare. I hate to say it, but the rules and the regulations, I'm just so glad that I have you as my expert today, because I think you can give a lot of insight and answer some questions for some of our current clients and hopefully some new listeners. Yeah, absolutely. And Facebook, we'll get into, we'll do a, another episode yes. just on Facebook. Yeah, because that in or itself, we might have a part one, a part two, and a part three. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. There, there's a lot to talk about, right? Yeah. So let's jump right in. One of the biggest things, I, I just want to start real general. So what's the first thing businesses need to know when creating a social media strategy? They really need to know that there's actually two ways of thinking that they need to be focused on when it comes to social media. There's social media marketing and there's social media advertising. And a lot of people might be going, well, aren't those interchangeable? And the answer is no, they're not. So they're totally different. And let me explain. Social media marketing is that's the content that you're posting on your page. So it's any content that a business shares or creates and then shares on their page as well as any of the interactions between the business and the page. So that's comments, that's messages that you're getting from consumers. Anytime that you're talking back to them, the main goal of social media marketing, or we, we talk a lot about it as just social media content. Exactly. But yeah. Or management. We're, management. we're working with social media management. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we're, our social media management is doing the, the marketing. Exactly. It's, it's content. It's content. Yes. It's content. And so it's not advertising. It's not, this is my product that I'm selling. Exactly. It's, this is my brand. The two main goals of social media marketing are actually branding and engagement. So neither of those are selling a product. Both of those are focused on growing your brand recognition and then engaging with consumers. And I always like to say, there's a reason they call it social media. We have to be social. Exactly. We have to be having those conversations. Every single post that a business publishes on any social media platform should be 100% focused on generating a conversation. That's really the goal because it's, it, you create that two-way street. You're building that trust with your audience. And if you are just posting about your sales or posting about promotions or just saying like, hey, come on down to this event that we're having this afternoon, you're really going to miss the mark and you're missing out on a huge, powerful opportunity to really build your brand and connect with your audience. I think um, one of the biggest, you really started off with the question that I think we get the most from our clients. And it's probably with my sales team and my consultants, that's the hardest thing they have to do sometimes is explain the difference to get a consumer or a client to understand 
the difference between the service part and the advertising part. Yes, absolutely. And the advertising part is really important and we need that too. But that's literally, so if you do want to promote a product or promote an event or sell a product directly through Facebook or through whatever platform that you're on, that's the social media advertising. That is all 100% paid. Content is going to be organic. You can boost a post to target it to specific audiences to increase the reach, but it's still considered content. Whereas an ad is that's where you're selling your products. That's where you're talking about your services. You could do a branding campaign, but really with social media advertising, you're focused on growing that website traffic mm-hmm. or selling yes. conversions. And at FDS, one of the ways that we really separate, and I was, you know, separate church and state here, yeah. is we will work with a client on marketing using display or video. And yes. then we will layer in a Facebook targeting campaign, which is the advertising side. Yes. And because that's a walled garden and we can't get to that inventory unless we do a budget with it, a marketing budget. So very different than what you're talking about. So that to kind of play off of that, you explained how we, we are creating social content, right? Correct. But can you explain a little bit to the listeners? Because every time we work with a client with social media management, we always have a boosted budget in there. Can you explain how that is different, how that ties into the social media organic content and what we're doing with that boosted budget. Yep, absolutely. So for an ad campaign, you are spending that entire budget on the ad campaign itself. And that is how Facebook or whatever platform that you're on, for us, most of the time it's Facebook and then Instagram. That is how the platform is determining who to send it out to. With an organic post, when you post as a business to your page, less than 5% of the people who follow your page will actually see that post on average. And it's really even significantly less than that if you're not getting a lot of engagement. One of the best ways that you can increase that reach and reach more people is to boost that post. So you're literally taking money, $25, $30, and you're putting a little bit of money behind it and kind of creating an ad campaign a little bit. I I hate to call it an ad campaign because it's, it's not, but it, It puts it in the same wheelhouse as in you're still spending money on Facebook, but it's still an organic post. It needs to be engaging. When you boost a post, your goal is not to drive traffic. Your goal is not to sell a product. Correct. You're boosting a post with a goal of increasing engagement. That's going to be increasing comments, reactions, video views, if it's a video. And then your boost by boosting it, Facebook or whatever platform will serve that post to more people. Mm -hmm. But if that post is not inherently engaging on its own, it's not going to do that much better, right, even if you're putting right. 25 or 50 or $100 exactly. behind and, and it. We talk to clients about that, which is your team does a wonderful job of monitoring the posts that are getting great engagement. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere within the month, we you will use your budget on the ones that are, if they're doing good, they're only going to do better with a little bit of boost. Yep, absolutely. But again, we're focused on that. That That engagement. engagement. So getting those comments and starting those conversations. Whereas if a client has, let's say they have an event coming up or they have a sale coming up, we might post about that, but I'm not even going to boost that post because there's no point unless it's something so exciting that we have to go, like people really want to go to, but it's really more because the event is fun. Maybe you're having a band play at your business or something like that. It's not really about the sale. Exactly. It's about the, the customer experience. Exactly. So let's talk about content because you said something at the very beginning that we very often talk to our clients about is that when we are writing content for clients, this is a partnership, right? This is a partnership with our clients. It's not just us writing their posts and they just, you know, we have some clients that they're very hands off and that's okay. We know that going in. 
but we also talk to that we need their help with some great content ideas. So how should a business start thinking about their content? How does that break up? You know, when you're meeting with a client for the first time, we've, 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 we've decided we're going to work with them on a social media strategy. What is it that they should be thinking about? I really think about who is your target audience? Who are you really trying to reach and really narrowing in on that and kind of defining that a little bit and then thinking about, well, now we know who they are. Right. What do they care about? And sometimes those things might be related to your business. So let's say, let's use the example of a credit union. So maybe it's, you know, they care about saving money. They care about budgeting. They care about, they have kids and they're teaching their kids about allowance and saving money and spending money appropriately. And maybe they're saving for college. But then there's also all of these other things that they care about too, which is the community that they live Mm -hmm. in, the school system that their kids are a part of, their work, their friends, their hobbies and activities that they're doing. And you really want to think about the lifestyle of the person that you're talking to and kind of how their life intersects with your business and create posts about that. And we like to ask a lot of questions. We like to do a lot of storytelling, a lot of anytime that one of our clients is involved in the community, we like to make sure we're talking a lot about that. But really every single post that we publish and every single post that I think a business is publishing on social media really needs to be focusing on pulling at that emotional hug and, you know, not necessarily like making people sad or making them cry or pull at their heartstrings. You don't have to make an episode of this is us with every single Facebook post you do, but you should be thinking about, you know, that credit union idea. So if the credit union is really focusing on mortgages, you know, your ad campaign is going to talk about, well, the low APR that you can get, right? But your social media content is going to be talking about the local housing market and some statistics. It's going to be asking, well, what do you look for when you look for a new home? Or what's something that you wish you knew the first time that you bought your house? And it's generating those conversations and bringing people in. Absolutely. People in, making them feel emotional. Like, oh, I remember buying my first house. And that was Emotion is so important in social that people don't always realize is, you know, when you can relate and you you have a lifestyle post that evokes emotion, those are the posts that tend to do the best. Yeah, absolutely. I always say, like, imagine the person that you're, reaching to they're pulling out their phone when they're in the school pickup line or in the grocery checkout lane or if they're taking a 10 minute brain break from work and they're looking to escape and if you can provide them a fun way to escape with your content they're going to stop scrolling and they're going to engage with you absolutely content. but if you're yeah. just posting well hey it's you know this is our sale this is what we've got come buy our products that's just that's just a billboard absolutely and yeah. it's not you know we see the ads and the ads on social media are really are really done well Mm -hmm. and it's not that we don't want to see ads on social media as consumers it's that we want the ads to be where the ads are and we want the content to be absolutely and consumers know the difference they do know the difference but i was thinking of one of our clients as bennington pontoons that we handle we work with them on their social media management and i own a bennington and one of my favorite posts and i can remember we had such good engagement it was literally just a post of a dog sitting on a boat and it said, you know, what's your, what's your weekend plans, you know, bringing your dog on the boat. And we had people posting picture after picture of their dog on the Bennington pontoon boat. And it was like 87 comments, you know, how many likes and shares. And that's when I was like, this is the power of social media. 
I'm not selling a boat. No. We're talking about a lifestyle here. And it had right. some of the best engagement that you know we'd seen. And that lifestyle is so powerful because that's what connects us. And that's what connects your consumers. So the Bennington owners are then connected with each other. And they're seeing the other pictures Absolutely. of each other. And that's super fun. And then we're all in a club, right? We're all in a club. <laughs> it's exclusive. Yeah. Well, and then it's really powerful when Bennington comes in and says, your dog is so cute or, oh, you've got, yes, you know, they, they the dogs with are in the, with yes. the pictures yep. or you're swimming with the dogs or, you know, they're responding and, and being a part of the conversation. How powerful is that exactly. to be able to have that kind of like direct conversation with a brand as a consumer? It's really exciting. Yeah, it um, is. And for a brand, it's like that's such a powerful branding opportunity. And for businesses that are not really focusing on that, like your brand is built on social media. If 100%. you're not doing this on social media, you're missing we out say on this such all a huge time, branding yeah. opportunity to really like instill that trust and build that relationship with your audience, with your current customers, but also prospective customers. Exactly. Because they, they felt like there's a family there and that's, you know, that's the connection. That's emotional Absolutely. connection. Yeah. That's the social part Absolutely. of social media. Yeah. That's what we're here for. Yeah. Well, so that kind of takes us to, um, I mean, we've, we've talked a lot about Facebook talk about platforms does it matter what platform you're on and i mean specifically with with federated digital we work with mainly facebook instagram and linkedin yes Um, but let's talk about that does it matter what platform you're on i think it absolutely matters what platform you're on it really depends again going back to your target audience is who are you trying to target and what platforms are they on i think you know it's 2023 i think that pretty much every business needs to be on facebook with some exceptions there's very few businesses that don't need to be on Facebook. And I think that those are so few and far between. I think of like individual coaches, maybe somebody who's doing a little bit more personal lifestyle coaching right. or like physical fitness. That might be more Instagram. Like you don't really have to focus so much on Facebook. But otherwise, almost every single business should be, should on, be on Facebook, Facebook because I agree. the vast majority of people are on Facebook. It's still such a huge audience. I mean, I don't, you can, we can talk about TikTok. We can talk about Snapchat. We can talk about you know, Instagram, which has a huge growth going on. Mm-hmm. However, it's still not beating the audience and the, the demographic on Facebook. No, you're really getting, you You know, and the young people, the people who are under 18 are now starting to get on Facebook because that's where their parents are. My daughter's 11 and asked me if she can have a Facebook account. So, she did ask me for Instagram first, but well, yeah, I told well, her no on both. <laughs> <laughs> that's smart because she's 11. <laughs> yes. And um, I was 11 when I got my first social media account too. <laughs> you're smart to let her, <laughs> right. let her hold off. But a lot of people think, oh, well, Facebook is dying because it's been around for so long. Facebook has been around for so long because it's so successful because it's ran by very smart people. It is. Facebook is it's going through ebbs and flows. And yes, there was a lot of people who fell off for a while, but they're coming back and new people are coming back. New people are coming back. Instagram is really powerful if you're trying to reach especially women. If you are in like the personal wellness industry, if you are trying to reach moms are really big on Instagram, especially young moms between like 28 and 45, 28 and 50. Like, I think that's a really good range. That's really big on Instagram. Men too, but less so. Definitely more female dominated. Twitter, I don't think that there's any reason why the vast majority of small businesses need to be there. If you're a national business, it might be helpful to have a presence. But the opportunity of audience is so small there compared to any other platform. It's kind of like Snapchat in a sense to me where Snapchat is very hard for business to, to use that as their platform. There's opportunities there, but it still has a niche as Twitter does. Yeah. I would say Snapchat's even worse because Snapchat is like one-to-one conversations unless you're spending a ton of money and doing one of those like Snapchat show stories, things. 
Um, Twitter, it's just, it's really, that's just where the celebrities are, where they can, it's like their personal PR feed. Absolutely. That's really what it is. Absolutely. TikTok, I think is really important. And I think that businesses should be thinking about that, but you don't just want to go into TikTok thinking, oh, well, just any video that I create is going to be useful. TikTok is its own channel and it's its own marketing beast. There's nothing like it. I think that it's really important businesses that want to get into TikTok, study it, study what other businesses well, are doing, it, it study what consumers are doing. Yes, opportunity down the road, because I think in itself, just talking about the content that's needed for TikTok. Yes, it's it's a lot. So I think that it's really important to choose who you're trying to reach look up the platforms, do some research. All of this information is readily available. What platforms is your target audience on? And that's what you should be focusing on. Pick one. Right. And to start, and if to that's start you with, know, with your strategy. Um, what about LinkedIn in. though? I, I don't mean to interrupt you oh, there. Sorry. Yeah. Cause I do want to like LinkedIn is we have find are finding it's more and more valuable um, in, in our cannabis division. Cannabis is huge in the LinkedIn uh, platform. It really is because LinkedIn is the only platform that isn't, so anti-cannabis that it's so hard to get started and you can still do cannabis content on facebook and instagram and twitter well twitter is very pro cannabis now but it's the audience there is just so small it's not even worth their time but linkedin is very cannabis friendly but linkedin is great for really any business that is trying to either one reach other businesses right two uh, recruit professional yeah. employees and i want to focus on like the professional employees agreed my brother is an electrician he is wildly intelligent very skilled excellent at his job he is not on linkedin exactly yeah he, he's a it's tradesman a it's a different, it's a different social platform that yes. is very on the so, yeah yep, so if you're if you're trying to get a more of a professional uh and not to say that he's not a professional the more networking focused um, maybe more like office job types you're going to find that on LinkedIn and then networking with other people within your industry, I think is a really powerful tool for uh, to use LinkedIn for. And that's why cannabis is so big also because pretty much everybody who's in the cannabis industry who wants to network with it, other, each other, basically anybody who's not just a bud tender, they're on LinkedIn because they're trying to network with exactly. each other and trying to grow their, their business and understand their business too. And it's a great place for that. Yes. Let me ask you one more question about Instagram, though, because I think this comes up a lot with our clients, our current clients, is Facebook, we're doing a great job of creating, engaging content, putting it out there. But Instagram is all about the video, the picture, the, you yes. know, the, the content is a little bit different. It starts with the image. Yes. It's not about the words. Yes, for sure. I would say that it's, we need, we need a visual with both, right? Whether right. it's Facebook Absolutely. or Instagram or LinkedIn, we need a visual and we typically are going to need a photo or a video. On Instagram, you can do a lot more word-heavy graphics. Yep. That's really popular. A lot of infographics. The graphic leads first. You see the graphic before you see the text of the post. The text of the post is still important, but that graphic is, is more important. Whereas on Facebook, you see the words of the text, and then you see the graphic, or then you see the video, and then you see the photo. You have to have that on Instagram. It's not an option. And the businesses that are doing the best on Instagram are really leaning in heavy on excellent graphics, using a lot of you know infographics and text and graphics and doing it really effective. Still storytelling, still right. lifestyle, still engaging, still trying to educate or entertain, but it is very image dominant. 
Yes. So, and the nice thing at um, FDS is we're going to, we work with our clients to come up with the strategy of the platforms that we believe they really need. So that that's something that we aid with. But yeah, before we wrap up, I have one question that I know that you can answer pretty quickly. Let's tell me about hashtags because it's one of your <laughs> biggest pet peeves. But if you had to name the hashtags, where to do it, how many in a quick summary, Facebook hashtags, yes, no. And if so, how many? Uh, no, absolutely not. Unless you are, you can do one if it's a joke or if it's something where like you really want to brand it as like we do tip Tuesday on the FDS Facebook page and we hashtag tip Tuesday because we are kind of setting that reminder and it's a fun thing. Exactly. But it's one hashtag. It's the only one we ever post on Facebook and it's at the end of the post. That's fine. Minimal, minimal, minimal. Very if minimal. Not any. Yes. Okay. Instagram. And Instagram. Give me all of the hashtags. Okay. You can have up to 30 hashtags. I think a sweet spot is really between like 9 and 18 is okay. a really good spot. Make sure that they are relevant. Make sure that they are not banned hashtags. Cannabis has a lot of banned hashtags, but even something as simple as Valentine's Day got banned this year okay. because people were misusing the hashtag. Gotcha. So look up your hashtags before you start adding them to your posts. Got it. And LinkedIn? Yes. Hashtags, but you want to do like two or three and you want to make sure that they are super relevant to the the post specifically so for us we talk a lot about like hashtag digital marketing but if it's a specifically about f facebook it's going to be hashtag social media marketing or hashtag social media content or hashtag social media ads exactly things like that and and for our listeners to keep in mind the the hashtag is to help with the search too because if you have if you go to a google search bar and type in a hashtag the hashtag digital marketing, it will give you posts mm -hmm. that tie that in. It will do it in the Facebook search bar, in the LinkedIn search bar. However, that's not how Facebook users that's use Facebook. That's how Facebook uses it. Functionality, that's what I was going to say. LinkedIn yeah. does use it that yes, way. If yeah. you, if you, can, you can follow hashtags on LinkedIn and on Instagram, and you can also do that on Facebook. But it's not. Nobody people, does it, it. It's not a habit. The functionality exactly. is yep. there, but nobody does it. And it really, my point a lot of times with social media is that it's not necessarily about the functionalities or all of the different tools or all of these different new bells and whistles and features that they're offering. It's how are people actually using the platform? Yes. That's what we need to focus on. I don't care about the bells and whistles unless consumers are actually using it. Consumer behavior. It's, it's, yep. it, it's so their journey. All right. So let's tie it all together with a nice bow. How does a good social media strategy um, help with a business's ROI? Oh, that's a great question. Obviously, with ads, it's really easy to tie it to ROI because you are typically selling a product or leading people to a page on your website that is focused on a product or service. You know, depending on your website, you might be able to eventually connect that to the actual dollars spent. With social media marketing or social media content, it's a little bit harder to tie it to those specific dollars. But social media is where your brand is built. And if you want a really strong brand, you have to have a really strong social media presence. So you, it might be harder to tie to those individual dollars that right. are coming in, but having a strong brand on social media will increase your overall brand for your overall marketing. Exactly. And you will see increased sales because of it. Yes, it's harder to tie to, but I promise you that if you are doing, if you are being successful at social media, you will be successful in business. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for today. This thank has been you. great. I think we got some really good information for our listeners. Again, I'm Shannon Allen here with Crystal Vivian, and you are listening to Digital Marketing ROI. 
You've been listening to Digital Marketing ROI from Federated Digital Solutions. Do you have an idea for a future episode or a burning digital marketing question? Text ROI to 45364 to get a link where you can share your idea. Subscribe to get new episodes every other Thursday, plus Tip Tuesday insights every week. Podcasts by Federated Media.